At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Presented by DraftKings, as we say hi on a Thursday, 22nd of February. I'm Patrick Maher, live from actually a beautiful, after all the rain, hopefully in Las Vegas, across the country, a beautiful, sunny Los Angeles today, as we say hi. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. We're freaking loaded today. We've got Josh Applebaum coming up in a bit, VSIN betting analyst, Matt McCall, former Chattanooga, UMass head coach, talking college hoops, Alan Bell, part of the family, betting analyst, and Bobby Stanley. Of course, a betting analyst over at PicksWise as well. Now, speaking of being loaded, we've got 11 on the ice. We've got 12 as the NBA is back from the All-Star break and plenty of angles. I'm excited to get to the association coming up here in just a bit. A big night on the college wood as well. 64 across college hoops. And did you know it's all happening, people? Spring training baseball, the Dodgers and Padres cactus league is with a big guy rolling his eyes. He's excited. He's a big seam head. As we say hi to you, we've got some NFL stories as well. We're going to touch on here over the next three hours, including Chris Sims, who is opinionated. I like Sims, the son of Phil Sims works over at NBC with Florio. He said this dude is the most overrated player, not just quarterback in the NBA. We'll tell you who it is coming up in just a little bit. Also, Combine Week is next week, so it's draft season. All the innuendo speculation continues. And speaking of which, we're going to have a conversation. There's like nine legit free agent running backs across the NFL. So we're going to have that conversation coming up in a little bit. But we say hi to the big guy live downtown Las Vegas at the D. His name is Dustin Sweetelson. You can find him on Twitter at Dustin Sweetelson. He's feeling himself today because he was flexing a little bit about the flex last night at the gym with his Brazilian personal trainer. And he said, bro, I went hard. So we say hi to the big guy. What's cracking, Dustin? Yeah, I had an instance happen last night at the gym that's never happened before. And that is uh, my ab cramped cramped up. I know it's hard to find. You have to navigate, need a little, uh, little ways action to find my abs underneath all of this. But 
at one point we were working out. And I went, hold on. And I stood up and I'm like, what's happening? And it felt like electric shock. First on the right side, then the left side. And I guess when you've never used a muscle group before, when you start using it, it kind of gets upset. You know, I do like that you used Waze as the allegory because Waze takes you on more twists and turns than Google Maps. So to get to that six pack, we probably got to take a couple of turns, <laughs> maybe some back road. I find myself in a subdivision trying to get to a main road, trying to find that gut. You know what I'm saying, big guy? Now, it is exciting. We got to give a shout out to Bill AD, who's going to give one of you that joins the Get Fit Cut em Up Season Challenge here on Sharp Money. So we've got a little cross promo going. Of course, JVT and Tim Murray Visa and primetime, which follows sharp money. JVT weighed in at 300 pounds. You never would think it looking at him, but Jonathan Von, Von Tobel, 300 pounds. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, cracking the scale at 377. Now, whatever you weigh, if you want to get healthy as well, you can be involved. And like we said, good job on you. Bill AD is going to give one of you a year extension or a year of becoming a VEASAN pro. So I love this idea. We're going to have it go all the way up until the Chiefs kick off the new NFL season. I just like the idea over a long summer. So it's kind of the vibes of everybody getting healthy. So I'm looking forward to it, big guy. Yeah, I like that we're doing it over the long haul. We're not doing a short term thing. Let's try to be consistent about it. There's going to be up weeks and down. Down weeks, hopefully more down weeks in the end, kind of like handicapping, right? You hope you have more winning days than you do losing days. That's the mindset for this weight loss. By the way, JVT's <laughs> in trouble. If we're, if we're handicapping early, he's in trouble. Why? He's in tr- he's just because in here's what I would say. You know what? I'll text him right now. I'm going to see if we were to set uh, a number, if we were to set odds on this. I, I got to be honest with you. I've known you for a long time. We started a weight challenge like five years ago because you were tipping the scales about 385. Now you've gone through a lot of roller coaster rides, yeah. flexing on Instagram about how healthy you are. You actually took shirtless pictures, but now we're back to where we started, which is generally how weight loss goes. Yeah. Now back to 377. So just because of the track record and a little put a little pressure on you, I think I think I would make Jonathan Von Tobel the favorite. I have more to lose, so there's more percentage to work with, and we're going off percent. So I think I should be a slight favorite here. I would say he has better work ethic. He is less lazy than me. That's an yeah. element we have. Uh, yeah. I generally don't care about myself as a human being at times. That's an issue. But he does have the kids he has to take care of and his wife who he has to make happy. So I think it's clo- he's a shorter favorite than you would think. Big guy, let's get to the show business for today again. I know I'm annoying a lot of you with this phrase, but it's important. An avalanche of picks every single day right here on Sharp Money. We've got I've got three from Thomas Gable over at the Borgata. We've got a ton from Samich, but I'll let the big guy take it from here. While you do and fill us in on how our friends and family did yesterday on the program, I'm going to text JBT for that price. All right, so the, uh, the leaderboard from yesterday are newcomers. Julian Edlow. Alan Bell, who will be on the show later uh, this afternoon. Both of them gave out one play. Both of them were winners yesterday. Our guy Mike Samich is going to be feeling himself because according to my data here, he went 3-1 and one yesterday. And then uh, I went 2-1 and one as a winning day for myself. So a uh, strong, strong, what was yesterday? Wednesday performance from the family. Okay, big guy. Now, what do we have today? Let's go through it. Oh, today we have a lot. Samich has a million bets, and I'm actually aligned with him somewhat on one of them. It's just don't, angle- don't, don't. Samich is such a freaking show off. Now, here's the problem, and I, I know I'm interrupting you. I do apologize. Here's the I problem with Samich. I do. I apologize. Uh, here's the problem with Samich. 
He's a VEASAN host. He, along with Wes, I think you would agree, put him right there amongst the sharpest at the network. Samich has a math brain that's ridiculous. We love Wes, those two, and everybody else oh. is very, very good as well. I'm not trying to denigrate anybody, I assure you. Now, with Samich, I feel like he got in his feelings because Halterman, part of the family, and you and I went and called him midlife Samich because he was wearing the backward cap and it was covering his eyebrows. So I'm curious, did he send us a video today? He did. He did. And he has a million plays. And you just brought something up. We had Wes on the show yesterday and you said Wes is probably the sharpest guy at VEASAN. And maybe that's why we have so many picks from Samich, because while he's going through the midlife crisis, he heard you compliment someone else. And now he's coming over the top with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plays today. Okay. What else we got today? Uh, Aaron Halterman's got uh, three on the ice, one in college hoops. And then our buddy Will Hill has a play in the Big Will Ten. Hill. Will Hill. Uh, okay, so I do have an answer. Okay, so cool. So again, just to reiterate, thank you, big guy. Edlow, great job. Bell, great job. Got off to a great start. Samich, three and one yesterday. You mentioned big guy. You went two and one. That's a winning day. Halterman, one and two. But the Prince, the plus money Prince, has been killing it. Uh, Gable didn't have a great day, but he's going to bounce back today. So if you're going to be sticking around for the three hours, remember, at the end of the show as well, we're always going to recap. Almost like when you read an article over at vcin.com, you get through the article and the picks at the bottom. That's kind of how the show works as well. We're going to have those picks at the end. Samich has got a, a boatload. Six picks, Halterman four picks, Will Hill. And I've got two in the NBA, two in college hoops. The big guy's got a plethora, of course, per usual. And we should mention that the submissions, Dustin, get off your phone. Look at me right here. Focus. I'll take care of the JVT text. There you go. The, right. He, you know, I love you, but come on. I, I noticed earlier when I went to you, you pause because you were looking at your phone. Now, Dustin, you told me this morning, Sharp Money Survivor's blowing up. Like oh. the submissions are coming in. Now, here's the thing. We had our buddy, Mr. McDonough. He busted yesterday after starting hot on Monday. So next Monday, Sharp Money Survivor. We can throw up the graphic. I love it. They did a great job with it back. Thank you, boys. Appreciate that. They did a great job. He did a great job to start it off, but he busted on Tuesday. So how it works, Sharp Money at VEASAN.com. Send in your submission why you should be part of Sharp Money Survivor. You have to be a VEASAN pro. Sign up for $9.99. And then on Monday, we're going to start it again. Great job in the back, boys showing the rules for sharp money survivor big guy yeah look i've got a lot of submissions and people are are trying to lay it on thick with the sell job and by the way i'm okay with that you gotta sell me why should i choose you on monday when you send your play you're gonna email sharp money at vison.com you're gonna have a play for the day you win you keep going till you lose shoot till you miss here and I don't know, guys like my guy Anthony with this long, really long, sweet message about how he loves VEASAN and betting and all this, and how VEASAN made him a better better. I got a few Michaels in my inbox here, a few Williams. Like, there's a bunch of different guys. George, Any ladies? Uh, no, it's my inbox. That's why there's no ladies. If it was your inbox, there probably let's, would be ladies. No, but let's do this. Let's challenge, because we know... Women also like to bet and women like to watch VEASAN. Why don't we challenge you ladies to get involved? Sharp money at VEASAN.com. There's nothing wrong with that big guy. Okay. Yeah, if, I you're, do have, if you're single, just like let me know in the message too. And that'll help you go to the top of the chart. It's not Tinder. It's literally email for a contest anything. on the show. So do me a favor. Just take it down a notch. Now we do have an, we do have odds. We do have pricing for the Jonathan Von Tobel and Dustin weight challenge. Now this was sent from Jonathan. 
So I think he's sandbagging. He a is. Bit. He is so sad. JVT, I, I'm sorry. I'm a lot older than you, as you always mention, but I wasn't born yesterday. All right. So Jonathan said, I'd probably make Dustin a slight favorite. So minus 120, JVT even money on the weight loss challenge. Now, this is going to be by percentage. I'm going to say this right now. I just know you too well. So I'm going to take the even money. I think you should. I think I would, too. I think JVT has carved out a smart schedule with his life. He's very good. He's very good when it comes to going to the gym more than I am. I quit the gym as many times as I've started a diet. I am not consistent with the gym. He's better at going to the gym than me. I think JVT's the play. Well, like he says in the note, you do have a personal trainer, and he doesn't, and he has a family. If you don't win this contest, I don't know how to say this, but it's a failure. You're, you're, it's a failure. It's an abject failure if you don't win this. You know what it is? It's Kyle Shanahan, Super Bowl. You're up 10. You got to win this. You don't have anything against you. You got an all-star team, a trainer, and no kids. But it's a double loss because not only will I lose the contest and not lose enough weight, but I will have lost money along the way paying the trainer to train me. Right. So my advice to you, win the freaking contest. All right, now you got just a challenged huge me. Show. We needed to create where I'm an underdog now. I may be the favorite on the betting board, but in my mind, I'm now the underdog. That's what we just did there. Bubble Watch College Basketball next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Did you check out Bill AD and the VSIN Daily today? You should. It's free, it's informative, and it's awesome. It's a great way to start your day. You're betting. I guess menu is the best way to put it. Plus the links. It just makes everything easy. It aggregates everything, expert picks and analysis, betting strategies, latest odds, links to VSIN's top reads. The latest podcast as well. You can go sign up for for free right now. Bill AD and the VSIN Daily. VSIN.com slash 
newsletter. It does seem like there's a little bit of drama going on between JBT and Dustin Sweetelson with the weight loss challenge because JBT is now bitter that you mentioned that you have a trainer on the air, which makes no sense. And you're both sandbagging. I'm annoyed by both of you. JBT has made you the favorite in the contest. You said you think I should be betting on JBT. I don't like it when people are passive aggressive. That's very passive aggressive of both of you. And I'm not even going to let you reply because now I'm being passive aggressive. Let's get to college basketball. Zip it. All right, big guy. Before we get to tonight's slate, it's a busy one. Let's turn back the clock a little bit. Last night, Illinois at Penn State. So I'm just, just going to start from the top. Your 12th ranked Illinois team went to Penn State. It's not a very good team. Under 500 at Penn State. First year for the coach. And uh, the bottom line on this one, sloppy. Illinois is a sloppy team. Now, they're a lock to get into the tournament, but last night they were sloppy. Their guards were sloppy. 18 turnovers, 37% from three, 66% from the stripe. Not a great loss, 90 to 89, but it's not going to do anything as far as the tournament. Illinois is going to get in. I'm going to tell you right now, as we're talking to Illinois about the Big Ten, you've got Purdue as a lock, Dustin, to get in. You've got Wisconsin as a lock to get in, and Illinois as a lock to get in. That's three. Should be getting in. Michigan State should get in. Northwestern should get in. And Nebraska, I've got them in. So right now, uh, I've got a six-bid lead for the Big Ten. Uh, Not necessarily... A great loss yesterday just because if you watch the game, they were just so sloppy in the backcourt, Illinois. Let's continue. Florida, 24 at 13, Alabama. Now, this number ended up closing, I think, what did it close? 177, somewhere in that range. It does go over, needed overtime to hit the over, 98-93, Alabama with the win. But remember, and Dustin, remember when we were talking about some of those teams and some of the lessons we can take with these teams heading into conference tournaments where the familiarity is high. I love betting conference tournaments. And then the NCAA tournament where you can just get picked off. Ask Arizona last year. Ask Purdue last year. And sometimes the variance can kill you. Like the three-point variance when UConn wasn't hitting them at Creighton, they got ran out the gym. Now let's talk about a team that maybe you can start to back based on variance, and that's Alabama. Alabama, who is right there as far as pace, they run they run more than anybody, but they shoot as many threes as anybody and hit a percentage as good as anybody. And last night, Dustin, they go eight of thirty-two from three, Alabama, and they won the and they won the basketball game. That's very important because if you're going to have a little variance with a team that lives and dies, the point distribution for Bama and Nate Oates, it's all threes. Now they miss threes against a high octane team in Florida and they win the basketball game. Do you see the thread that I'm trying to pull here as we get closer to the tournament? You like to see when a team struggles with their strengths, but they get the turnovers. And that's what Bama did yesterday. That's a good recipe for betting on a team come tournament time with Bama winning over Florida yesterday in overtime. But even when the shots aren't falling, they know like that's what they hang their hat on as a team. And that's there for them, and they will eventually get hot. And they did when it mattered late. They went on like a 7-0, 10-0 run to recapture the lead, take it from Florida, force overtime. I think that's also important. I want to know if I'm backing a team, if they have the ability to claw their way back when they're down a chunk of points and keep shooting, keep firing, and just go on a run. And from a live betting opportunity, Alabama showed last night, look, they may be down, but worth a flyer if you can get them like I did at minus 110 late in that game. Flex. Flex. That is a flex. It was. 
I think I want to take this a step further. The old adage when betting in the tournament is you have to have what a good backcourt, some size, obviously, but experience. Now I'm going to take it a step further because of the turnover. I like the recipe of a team that goes against its strengths, but still can win a basketball game. And that's what Bama did yesterday. If Bama's going to miss threes, you would assume they're going to get crushed by a good offensive team. Facts. They didn't yesterday. They turned over Florida and they won on the boards. Very important. And let's talk about Nate Oates for a second. Yeah. Nate Oates is a dude that I believe it was, I can't remember the school in Michigan. It was just a couple of counties. Just a couple. Romulus, Michigan. Great job. He was a head coach, basketball coach, and a math teacher. Romulus High School, which wasn't too far from where I grew up. For years and years, Dustin, he was kind of a young legend in the state. He then flips the high school, Nate Oates, coach at Alabama. He flips that high school head coaching job to Buffalo in the MAC. He then went MAC to Bama. That is a prestigious, like that's a precipitous rise. If you think about what he did, high school to Buffalo to Alabama, and he's won two of four SEC titles. And if he wins it this year and he's in first place right now with Alabama, he's going to make it three of five in the SEC. Last time I checked, Kentucky is in the SEC. Last time I checked, Florida is in the SEC. Last time I checked, your boy, Tennessee and Rick Barnes is in the SEC. And specific to last night with, with Nate Oates, you mentioned winning when you don't have whatever is your best attribute as a team. Variance. Uh, what, what, did, what did we criticize Kyle Shanahan for in the Super Bowl? Aside from being overtime, a dog? Aside from overtime. Not being able to adjust. Second half adjustments. Failed him multiple times now in big games. Nate Oates, last night, three's not falling. We have to adjust. We have to change our approach. We have to get different looks. That's coaching. That's another element you like to back when it comes to March is coaches who understand if the game plan doesn't work how we started out, how do we fix it and how do we adjust? And that's what they did last night. Great job by you. Speaking of coaching, great job by the first year head coach at GW, excuse me, at Mason, George Mason. And and this is a team right now. And maybe I went Washington on that. Yeah, it's Mason, 71-67 over Dayton. Mason's actually a pretty good team. And the Flyers ranked 16. Remember, when they the committee released their top 16 over the weekend, the Dayton Flyers were on that four line. So they go to Mason, who's a good basketball team, and lose 71-67. to I watched a little bit of this one. Mason actually played well. Uh, Mason's, excuse me, Dayton actually played well. Mason's just a good team. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's a terrible loss for them. Let's move on. Terrible loss for Larinaga and a team that oh. was in the Final Four last year. My gosh, Miami is donezo. Miami's sitting 15 and 12. Duke is starting to peak. And I want to talk about Duke and recruiting coming up in a second, but they absolutely, that was disgusting. 84-55 over Miami. Larinaga is a hell of a coach. They got crushed in the second half along with the first half. So they lost both halves. And Duke rolled Larinaga and Miami, Kentucky, Kentucky's a disaster right now. Kentucky has so much talent. Obviously, they're young. They can't defend. They just, it, they don't even, Calipari doesn't even pretend to have this team defend. And they went to LSU and lost 75-74. Not necessarily a, a breaker for them, but it's not a great loss. Marquette, top 25. DePaul, one of the worst teams in all college basketball, 105-71. Colorado State, New Mexico. This was the game of the night, big guy. At the pit. So 22 Colorado State. Colorado State just gets sloppy. This was a great game, though. And if you look at New Mexico, I know you have a futures play on New Mexico. What I like about New Mexico is the balance. 
Okay, Mashburn Jr. 16, Dent 16, House 16, Joseph 16, 13, pardon me. This is a team that can just get get it from myriad ways. And last night they did it. And neither team was watching this game late. I took a look at the stats. I'm like, this is kind of gross. Neither team shot the ball well. But Colorado, Colorado State did what they've been doing recently. They just turned the ball over. Sloppy. New Mexico wasn't just four turnovers for New Mexico. Richard Patino's done a good job there. He's got a very well-balanced team, and that is a legit home court. Yeah, I hope something you brought up displays itself when we get to March with New Mexico because the backcourt is so good, because they're so talented. They have a bunch of guys who can, who can get buckets. I hope because they're not seeing all these other Mountain West teams that they normally see, that on a neutral, they can be a dangerous weapon and go on a run. Because before the game tipped off last night, I already had 90-1. to 1. I went back for a little bit of more at 150-1. to 1. Oh, Just a little thought, nibble. Thought it was too big. 150-1 to 1 when I'm already like invested in them. Let's go back for a little bit more because this is a team that I thought last year was going to make a run. They returned these guys. The, having veterans matters in March. I like that is such. There, if we could come up, we, maybe we'll do it before the tournament begins. Like the the dating profile of the teams uh -oh. we're looking to back in March oh, Madness. No. So we're looking for veterans. We're looking for three point shooting. We're looking for coach stability. Like there's a few other things we could put in there. But the, having guys come back to the same program that were good, that's a big big thing for me. Why does it always fishing. come back to do like we're going to build a plenty of fish profile for Coach K? Oh, who doesn't even coach anymore. Thank you. You're, I, it's the only pro, only dating app I'm not on right now. Plenty of fish. I got to get back on it. Shout to J date, which is where you've actually just absolutely motored through. I want to go back. George Mason, first year, the Maryland assistant and Tony Skin, who took over this year. 41 from Nigeria. I wanted to give him a shout because he's doing a hell of a job at Mason. Tony Skin. Now, when we return, I've got a question for you. Do you know, I know you follow college football recruiting very closely. There is a team that is killing it, that plays tonight in a marquee matchup that nobody, not, even in the state, wouldn't guess that they're sitting three in the national recruiting rankings. I'm going to tell you who it is when we come back. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro Daily Best Bets, access to the betting splits, upcoming Big Dance Betting Guide. Big Dance Betting Guide. I'm excited about that. Also, if you're a pro, we've got the baseball primer with Burt coming out on Monday. So vcin.com slash pro. We got you back here on Sharp Money. I just, I know Bill AD is probably down with this too, but I'm going upper tank with a Zen. Shout, hit me up, Larry. Um, I just like to say I used to do reads for Zen. Zen, we'd like to have you back because uh, you got a customer. So hit up Bill AD over at vcin and uh, nobody's going to pimp the product better than the, your boy right here. And uh, I'm Patrick Maher, Dustin Swedelson there at the D downtown Las Vegas. So I teased you. And because you're competitive, my assumption is you're going to ruin the bit. But I asked you 
about college basketball recruiting, and it's going to get into tonight's slate. Okay, so did you know that Duke right now has landed four five stars in the class of 2024, including Cooper Flagg, who is unanimous, unanimously the best recruit out of Florida in the country. So Cooper Flagg's going to Duke along with four other five stars, big guy. Did you know that Kentucky's number two? Calipari, that's what he does. Doesn't win many games, but he recruits his ass off. And do you know who the third team right now pretty much universally is in the college basketball rankings as far as recruiting in 2024? The first team that jumped out to me playing tonight would be Gonzaga. It is not Gonzaga. I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're in this state right now, you're not going to guess this team. Okay. I'll give you a second. Rutgers is at Purdue tonight and Purdue's lane 14. Purdue is not number three universally in college basketball recruiting. Rutgers has the third best recruiting class. Peichel getting it done. He went down to Georgia and got Ace Bailey, or excuse me, Barley, who's unanimously number two recruit in the country. And he's got a couple other five stars coming. Now, if I told you that Rutgers was going to be right behind Duke and Kentucky in college basketball recruiting, you tell me I lost my freaking mind. But yeah, that's I mean, the don't, facts. Don't, only thing I can think of is the mafia has money they need to wash, and they're using NIL to do it. Well, I'm not pretending like they didn't good. They haven't cobbled together good NIL money to get you know Ace Barley and the crew. But I'm telling you no. that Pykele is getting it done, and Pykele could potentially get it done. Let's talk about this matchup tonight: Rutgers at Purdue. Now, Rutgers is a dichotomy. It's a team that's very good at home. They've got a great home court. They're not very good on the road. But this number right now, Purdue Lane 14, 139 and a half on the total. I told you, Purdue's in the tournament. They're going to be on the one line, you would think, with Edie and crew. Two slow teams tonight, so you've got a total. It's not necessarily that low, 139 and a half. One can shoot Purdue and one can't, Rutgers. Rutgers scores just over 66 points a game. That's 304th nationally. That's not great. Now, they do defend, and Purdue is tremendous at home. They're 13 and 0 at home. They're off that loss at Ohio State on Sunday. So you would assume, big guy, they're going to be in a bad mood today. Rutgers is three and six away. Here's the thing about Rutgers. I bet them in the second half at Minnesota because they went to the break tied at the Gophers and they fell apart in the yeah. second half. Now they have won four of five. And the difference here is we talked about this earlier uh, off of suspension. Jeremiah Williams, the point guard. When he's running the show, Rutgers is just a different team. If Jeremiah Williams, their point guard, who got into some trouble, you can Google it to figure it out. But if Williams had been there all year, Rutgers is a tournament team. They've won four of five since he returned. Um, but this is a team. And again, Purdue beat Rutgers in January at Rutgers 68 to 60. So you see a number of 14. But don't pretend like Rutgers is the same team. It was a couple of weeks ago before Williams came back because they're not. He does everything for this team. So your lean is you want to take the Scarlet Knights here? If I had no, if I had, I'm going to go under the total of 139 and a half. Two slow teams, two plotting teams. The one thing Rutgers does do well, about as good as anybody in the country. Not necessarily Houston, but they defend very, very well. So I think that travels offensively. They do nothing. 
Uh, Purdue's pretty good defensively, and I'll go under the 139 and a half. I'm not going to trifle with the number. Number's super big. I mean, that's just factoring in a bounce back from Purdue, first team they're seeing since the upset loss at Ohio State. And then you were right on the numbers with Rutgers. I looked ATS four and five against the spread as a road underdog this year. Yeah, and again, different team over the last five six, five games. They're since four and Williams one with him. Returned. Yeah, no, and the and again, they retired at the break at Minnesota on Sunday and just fell apart in the second half. Couldn't hit a bucket, which has been a theme for Rutgers. But again, shocking. Is it, what, did the school shock yeah, you as much as the tease shocked so, you that Rutgers is third nationally in recruiting? Because you said it was shocking, my next guess was going to be Northwestern. That's not a crazy guess. But honestly, Rutgers is equally, if not more shocking than Northwestern to me, because at least Northwestern has had some runs here. Let's go to the game of the night. SMU at FAU. What? AAC action? Now, South Florida's a wagon in the AAC, and so is Charlotte. Charlotte's a good team as well, but these are two very good teams. And SMU, who's 19-7, and seven, they're on a six-game win streak. They just absolutely disrespected Anthony Hardaway in Memphis over the weekend. SMU's a very good team. The problem here with SMU, beating Tulane in Memphis, they gave up 79 respectively in both. And here comes FAU at home. Now, defensively, FAU, the Owls do have issues. But this is probably the best offense in the AAC. Uh, my expectations, the number right now, is it jumped up to six and a half? Yeah, jumped up to six and a half. DraftKings opened this number, SMU at FAU. Actually, you know what? They opened at seven, got bet down to five. Now bet back up to six and a half. Ugh. I bet it earlier today at five. Uh, it's now a point and a half inflation. If you want to go with the Owls, the Owls are just a much different team at home as well. Uh, better offensive team. Though the Mustangs, the Mustangs can get out in transition. This is a very good game tonight. I, I know most people probably won't be dialed into SMU and FAU, but if you're looking for two tournament teams potentially that could make some noise, the AAC is kind of doing its thing this year. Yeah, I mean, look, that that – FAU loss over the weekend to South Florida was awesome. They're on like a 12-game winning streak are the Bulls. For this one, you have a team that doesn't shoot a ton of threes in SMU going to FAU who can, when they get in a rhythm offensively, just run away, top 15 offense in the country. Like, I just think this thing could absolutely get out of hand with FAU trying to play at its best when it matters the most, heading into the conference tourneys. We have March coming up, and they have one goal in mind to repeat what they did last year, prove they're not a fluke. It's time to get our S together and get it right. I, I would back the Owls if I was playing in this one. Obviously, calling SMU a tournament team is a little, I guess, premature on my part because right now, as far as an at-large, the only one that should, I mean, you know, Florida Atlantic should get in. Uh, but South Florida right now is playing well. Charlotte's a very good team as well. And that conference tournament's going to be awesome. Okay. And you know who else we need to talk to about this game? Coach Matt McCall, who's going to be joining us later in the program. Because McCall came on Sharp Money last year, right before the tournament, and said, and this was before the tournament started, said, watch out for FAU. Now, remember, they return everybody, including the coach. He said, watch out for FAU. Then he called us from the Final Four. <laughs> Why? Because the Owls were in the Final Four. So McCall was kind of stunting on us a little bit, big guy. Yeah, I mean, look, that's why you talk to coaches, because they're the ones who are going to see the guys at the schools that we're all not thinking about. I'm curious if he has a team right now in his mind. I know he mentioned Grand Canyon a week ago, and there was another, maybe BYU, he said. Someone said BYU recently. 
uh, BYU just had a big win. Is there another team flying under the radar that has kind of the hallmarks of an upset special in March? I want to know if he has. You can one. ask him. Yeah. We can ask him. Another top 25 matchup tonight. I like the over tonight at Arizona. Washington State, not just a surprise in the Pac-12, but one of the bigger surprises in the country. They've won seven straight. Remember, they beat Arizona in Pullman earlier this year. Arizona's by far and away, obviously, the class of that league. And Arizona's won six straight. Balo, Caleb Love's their best player. You know, Johnson, Boswell, by far the best team in the Pac-12. Not only are they beating teams in conference at home, they're beating them by an average of 23 points. So that's why you see a Cougars team that's very good. Arizona's much more talented. I mean, I'm talking much more talented, but Washington State's had a great year. It's a big number at 13. I know a couple of sharp betters that are on the Cougars tonight taking that number. I wouldn't mess with it. I think it's going to be a high score and fair. I'm going to go over 151 and a half. And just looking back at the loss earlier this year, Arizona went up to Washington State. They shot 34% from the field, 29% from three, 61% from the stripe, and had 10 turnovers and lost by three points. It's one of those deals where I see a ranked team is getting 13 points. So that means the obvious person looks at it and goes, well, I have to take Washington State. They're good. They're ranked. They're getting 13 points on the road. If I'm looking at it, I'm laying the wood, laying it with the Wildcats. Good on both ends of the floor, offense and defense. I think at home, and we're seeing home court matters a ton right now. It's so hard to win on the road in college hoops in 2024. I back Arizona. Well, like you just said, Arizona, by the way, who went to Washington State and got beat. These ranked teams on the road this year, it's been unbelievable. Home court does matter. It's a good job by the big guy over there at the D. When we return, let's open up the NBA. And Will Hill with a college basketball pick play. A little family video for you coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Shout out to DraftKings this week on DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. It's DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Shout out to DraftKings. Doing a great job. Those deals, by the way, going into the Super Bowl and this one, which we've been running now for a week or two, those are specifically for you. So if you're a new customer over at DraftKings, download the app and just use the promo code VSA and essentially get a $1,000 free roll. As we welcome you back, I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Dustin Sweetelson. We've got a packed show. So we've still got two hours, 15 minutes to go. Josh Applebaum coming up in 14 minutes. Matt McCall, former Chattanooga, UMass head coach talking college hoops. Alan Bell, Bobby Stanley's going to join. And right now it's time for a family play. Big guy, who do we got? Uh, We're going to go back to our buddy, Sir William the Hill. Uh, Joins us every Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern time. And he's got a little play in college hoops. Here's what Will Hill's throwing at you. What is up, Sharp Money Nation? It's Will Hill here with a college basketball pick for Thursday. I'm going to go Ohio State plus three and a half at DraftKings. They fired their coach a week or so ago. They got that new coach bump with a win at home against Purdue. A big win as an underdog. And I think there's more to Ohio State being undervalued here than just getting a new coach. Coming into that Purdue game, they were shooting 23% from three in Big Ten play. Really bad. Meanwhile, their opponents were shooting 43% from three. So there's some three-point variance, some three-point regression that's headed their way, I think. I think they're undervalued. I'm taking them tonight, plus the three and a half. Look at Will Hill. He's on that Buckeye train. Choo-choo. Now, this kid that's coaching him is not going to be the coach. Now, that was an impressive win at home against Purdue over the weekend. Don't do the face because you're just going to crush Matt Painter. I understand. Painter's got number one. He's got he's got a team on one line and you're still killing him. OK, he's, he's got a kid that's going back to back with the Naismith and you're still killing him. Uh, but Will Hill is backing Ohio State tonight taking the three and a half. And I got to say, just thinking about the video swag, Will was on one today. And I believe I was peeking at the outfit. Did you notice he was wearing a lump? The beard is back, but he was also wearing a Lombardi line pullover. He looked fresh. Yeah, he was looking clean. It matches, you know, the color scheme matches the background. I I do like that. It's a good look. Hopefully he was wearing some fresh Jordans below as well. Clean up the look. I love it. Sharp money nation. I like that, Will. Good job by you. Of course, Will Hill, you can check out the podcast. Make sure you check it out. Support friends. Should have bet more is the Will Hill podcast if you're looking for something. All right, we're going to have Josh in just a bit. I just got the text message. Josh says, one, two, three, four. He's got five plays, four in college hoops, one in the NBA. But we'll transition a little bit here just to the NFL before we get back into the hoops. And I was taking a look. Now, I've had a longstanding theory about drafting running backs, which kind of smacked me in the face this year because my team took Jameer Gibbs and Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to say it's anomalous. I'll just say that. I like Jameer Gibbs. I'm glad he's a lion. I don't necessarily think you should be using first round draft picks on running backs because they're a dime a dozen. It's literally the position I'd probably would draft last when speaking of value and kind of, I guess, ranking where would I go? position by position. Take a look at the notable free agent running backs this year. Okay. Now think about this. Now, Derek Henry's a free agent. He's 29 years old. That's an issue because just kind of like tennis, when tennis players get into their late twenties, they generally hit a wall. Now, new age players have extended their careers, but that was 
kind of the norm. Running backs, once they get to 30, you're always going to have some outliers, but running backs 30, it's like a club that was hot. It goes immediately off a steep cliff. So you have to wonder about the workload with Henry, though Henry's been a beast. Okay, so he's a free agent. Josh Jacobs, two years ago, led the league in rushing. He's a free agent. Austin Eckler, down year, kind of a weird dude, catch the ball out of the backfield. He's a free agent. Zach Moss, Gus Edwards. Saquon Barkley, number two overall pick. This is kind of feeding into why you don't waste a second overall pick or a first rounder on a running back. Why wouldn't the Giants just want to lock him up to a long-term deal? Because he's a depreciating asset. Tony Pollard? What happened to Pollard? Two years ago, there was a burst. Last year, it was non-existent. DeAndre Swift, very good for the Eagles last year. Shout to the Lions. Devin Singletary? I guess Houston's out on him. And then A.J. Dillon. So by my math, that's one, two, three, four. That's 10 notable free agents in the running back market. And again, B. John Robinson drafted high by the Falcons last year in the first round out of Texas. He loves to fumble. That's what he does. Arthur Smith benched him because of fumble issues. So again, you can find as far as value, other positions, I'd rank them higher. But big guy, we do have the DraftKings market on where these running backs will end up. And I believe we're going to start with Derrick Henry. Sure. And I I think you and I are in the same camp. Not big on the running back position because you can just find them. Isaiah Pacheco, the great example in the Super Bowl. But if you're a really good team, and you are just missing one or two pieces to put you over the top, I think signing a big-time running back makes sense if the years make sense. You don't don't want to be hitched to a guy who's going to be 32 years old, 31 years old, making a big chunk of your salary cap. So Derrick Henry, the guy everyone's fascinated with, especially with his running style, can't really catch the ball, but so dominant, so physical between the tackles. The favorites to land him are the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think that surprises anyone at all, does it? No, just because the injuries. Yeah, and he he fits what the Ravens are trying to do. J.K. Dobbins is a stud, but he doesn't play. Uh, Gus Edwards, another free agent, so he potentially is moving on. Keaton Mitchell, he was injured as well. So I think it makes sense. I've heard a lot of rumors about Henry potentially landing with the Ravens, so I think it makes sense. They're kind of a big-time favorite here at plus 125. But I wouldn't count out the Cowboys. You mentioned Tony Pollard. What happened, bro? Like what you, everyone thought Tony Pollard taking over for Zeke. Attrition. He's got fresher legs. Just wasn't as explosive, wasn't a playmaker. When you think about Mike McCarthy, the kind of old school play action he wants to run, I think that Derrick Henry is a great fit for what the Cowboys are trying to do offensively. Don't disagree. The Cowboys are five and a half to one to land Derrick Henry. And Henry seems like the type of player Jerry Jones would be titillated by. Yeah. So that's an enticing landing spot. Potentially the Eagles. I don't love this. No. Why wouldn't the Eagles just re-sign DeAndre Swift a better fit for that offense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Swift fits in nicely there, but they may be uh, in the similar mindset as us where they're never going to pay running backs, even though they gave up uh, some, some assets to acquire Swift in the off season. I think they may be in the mindset where we can figure out a run game, especially when you have Hurts back there. You're running that zone read style offense with the RPOs. The Texans, I think the the old theory was give a rookie quarterback a run game and he'll be able to open more things up in the passing game. I don't know if that's necessarily true, and I don't know if I'd look at C.J. Stroud like a lot of those older quarterbacks, but if that was the mindset of the Texans, like, hey, people are going to have film on Stroud this year. Let's not throw it 35, 40 times a game. Let's add a run game. 
I could understand the reasoning of him at plus 850 ending up in Houston. You know, I'll give you a great example of Henry. And I think Henry, most people, so we're talking Derrick Henry and the free agent running backs here, sharp money. Let's take a look. So Henry, everybody says the workload, he's going to get 300 plus carries, 200 plus carries is a lock, but the workload and he's just somehow gotten stronger throughout his career. That's been the perception. Well, let's talk about his peak. His peak was in 2020, where he rushed for over 2,000 yards and 5.4 a pop, Dustin. That's ridiculous. Barry Sanders finished his career right around five. If you're rushing for five yards a carry, you're great. He rushed for 5.4 in 2020. Now, again, the narrative is he's gotten better with each year, right? Okay, well, how about in 2021, 4.3 a carry? How about in 2022, 4.4? And last year on 280 carries, he played 17 games, 4.2 a pop. This is a depreciating asset, and I'm not crushing Henry. He's 29 years old. No, and if you're signing him, you're signing him in the hopes that you're winning a Super Bowl in year one or year two of that contract. Because if there is a third year, fourth year, it's not going to be pretty. He's going to be eating up a large portion of the money. You need to have difference makers on your roster. That's why if you're a team signing him, you're signing him because you believe you're an absolute contender and signing a running back puts you over the top. Yeah, I would think the team's going to give him a three-year deal with a third-year team option. Yeah. That would be my assumption. Do we have another market on any of them? How yeah. about Saquon? Let's look at Saquon Barkley because he's a fascinating guy because uh, he's awesome when he's on the field. But he's not on the field all that much. And I'm actually shocked the Giants are the favorite at even money to bring him back uh, on DraftKings. Simply because I know they can franchise tag him, but why would you franchise tag him again? That number goes up. I'd let him walk and spread that money out because you have a lot of needs. Yeah, who's the second betting favorite? The Texans, similar to what I was talking about before. Maybe a better fit than Derrick Henry would be because he's such a great pass catcher, better in open field than Henry, can make guys miss. But you have the durability aspect. So if you're going to give him a big, big chunk of money, you don't know how many games he's going to play. He's a dual threat. Barkley last year, just 3.9 a carry, played 14 games, toted the rock 247 times, but he did have last year 41 receptions. So he's a little bit of a dynamic yeah. player as far as catching the football. Interesting to see where he lands. I don't think it's going to be the Giants. Josh Applebaum is next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.